This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hold on a second. Very important. The Oreos? No. My championship. I need you to see. I need you to look upon the monument to your failures. <laughs> Looking right at you. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the Basin Bookers Podcast, episode 226. Shout out to Garuch, because that is his birthday. What? My phone fell. That's why I keep my shows. You your phone. You need that. I need that. I write my shows. Because this week on the podcast, Jerry has brought to you Chair Smackdown. As always, I'm Ritz Who my bro, who ha- is having some gravity issues. Day seven. The champ, Jerry on the spot. Day seven, I think. Since I, I more days than that. The champion of the world still. Undefeated. Rich Riz tries to convince me that next week was a predictions episode. Meanwhile, he is. He had no, I kind of half asked because I was at work and didn't feel like looking it up. I, you know, you could tell about the character of a man by the amount of excuses he makes. Let me tell you something, Rich Riz. There is no excuse. For not knowing. And if you don't know, now you know. Brother. I could say the right word. (laughs) My ancestry says I'm 19%. Yeah, I'm I'm probably higher, but I don't feel like paying a company to have my DNA. I think you're wrong. And I think until you have hard facts, you're just speculating. I don't want to put myself in that kind of compromising position. Don't worry, dude. Trust me. No one wants your DNA. It's not like I feel like I would be targeted. I just don't want it out there mm. to potentially be used for you who know, even knows what. I told you there's waivers. Like they, There's a whole bunch of things that you have to read carefully. And like you can decline and opt out of certain things on how your sample is used. Right, but what about... What if shit gets stolen? They could steal the actual DNA or they could steal the data... Then you assassinated the president of the United States, and they have your DNA. You spit all over him. I don't know why you did that, allegedly, but you are treason. It's treason. Yeah, what's uh, that show, Shooter, based on that book? Uh, Bob Lee Swagger. Was in that it's the most made-up name ever. It's a terror. Well, yeah, but you see, I've been in Texas, and they have names like that. Of course, they're going to give them three names. Assassins have three names. Rednecks have three names. What are you talking about? John Wilkes Booth? Not Mm -hmm. a redneck. No? I don't think so. Probably from the South. Considering... How South are we talking here? South of Mason-Dixon. Come on, man. So, like, All right. Tennessee and Alabama and Georgia and South. You got me looking up John Wilkes Booth. 
talk about John Wilkes Booth here. Because we cover a lot of different topics on this wrestling podcast. Yeah. Birth. Place. Someone looking for his birthday. What's MD? Maryland. Aha. Yeah. So he's born in Bel Air. That's actually Maryland. That actually is north of the Mason Dixon line. Technically, because DC was the border. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Bel Air, Maryland, bro. Doesn't make him not a redneck. It does. No. Because red is south. Blue is north. Yes, but redneck refers to actually having a redneck from working on the farm. I don't believe he's worked on a farm. He's an actor. It also generally refers to certain demographics. Oh, you just want to be right. You just want to be right. And there's no better feeling in the world of being right, is there? I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know if I... If there's anything better. If I ever discover it. If you ever discover it? Yes. When you discover it? When you discover it. If. That's why you will never be the champion. Because I don't deal with ifs! It's wins! It's wins! You gotta deal on the wins, bro. No more ifs. No more ifs. Ands. You do ands. No more ifs. But? What about buts? But is like, I'm not sure. Does that mean you're also not sure? No. Of yourself? No, but doesn't mean unsure. But is an exception. Yeah, but. What? Exactly. You see? You see what we're doing here? Tell me. Vocabulary exercises. Can we get to the fucking appetizers? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have somewhere to go? Not specifically. Not specifically. No. No, No, that's absolute. See? Like when? When? When I am champion for life. See? Champion for life. And get used to that. So when I beat you at Extreme Rules, three weeks from today, you're going to know that I won. Because there's nothing else you're going to know. I doubt that. So, in the appetizers this week, we have a little bit of more info on the cast release. The what? The cast release. When they release the cast. That's not his name anymore. I don't care. I forgot what his name was. William Morrissey, I believe. That's right. Billy Morrissey. Billy Moe. Little Billy. According to F4W Online, another nail in the cast coffin was hammered home when he blew off a promo rehearsal that was asked of him by Kevin Dunn. When he performed the promo live, he reportedly went so long, Vince got really heated and fired the writer. That's not nice. You cost the man his job. Exactly. Cass was also blamed for his, I think rightfully so, for his failed program with Big Show, as well as Daniel Bryan. Furthermore, not only had he rubbed some people the wrong way backstage by being so outspoken about his political beliefs... He actually got into an argument with Sami Zayn over the treatment of Muslims. Good riddance to bad rubbish. I mean, I don't know what his political leanings are. I don't care about that. All I know is every time I see him on TV, I want to kill myself. He was was said to be very vocally supportive of Trump. Okay, so not all Trump supporters are racist. But all racists are Trump supporters. (laughs) I think that's just... I, th- I think most. I think most of them. Yeah. Um, 
On NXT this week, it was revealed that Lars Sullivan suffered a broken jaw in his match against Aleister Black at TakeOver last week. Could it be the invisible kick? No, it that checked a spiritual shockwave through his cranium? No, it was either the, the, the last Black Mass, or when he went for the diving headbutt and Black got his knee up. Because oh. that looked like, like he was really selling that hard. Then stop being a pussy, Lars. That's what you get for talking shit about Alistair Black. That is what he gets. That's why he beat you. And that when he beat you, or he beat you when he retained his championship, that's what you get. So I hope he's not out too long. As doesn't matter. He'll show up on the main roster in like two months or something. Imagine Lars and Braun Strowman. I think that's partial, probably part of the plan. They got to replace Big Cass with an actual cool big man. Or scary big man. Lars is scary dude. Big Cass was just tall. What promo was it now? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I wonder if it's the one of many I'm a big guy, you're a little guy things. Because that's got to be it. Probably. The Jeff Hardy vs. Shinsuke Nakamura match that was set for this week's SmackDown was canceled because Nakamura was bit by a police dog at the arena the night before. This story was broken by Dave Meltzer and later confirmed in a statement released by the Bakersfield Police Department. Unfortunately, his status for this weekend's tour of Japan is uncertain as of this report. Damn, what did Shinsuke do to piss that dog off? Did he just have lunch or something? And the dog smelled his lunch? I don't know. It bit his leg and they fucking rushed him to the hospital. How hard of a bite are we talking about here? It's gotta be a big bite. Had to have broken skin for him to want to send him to the hospital. As far as Further, don't know. I'm sure they got a test to make sure he has rabies, which I'm sure he doesn't have rabies because you figure it's a police dog. They fucking they're gonna immunize him. Unless it's a weaponized police dog, this dog will give you rabies. So don't fucking run. Could it be. I mean, <laughs> it was. It, it was. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to say just, but it was just a bomb sniffing dog. Dude, that's what I would do. Like my fucking police dogs, I'd fucking weaponize them with fucking rabies. Maybe it recognized the explosive power of the Kinshasa. That's why it bit his leg. Yeah. Bomb sniffing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he had bomb residue on his pants from the Kinshasa. Oh, come on, man. Finn Balor suffered a severe bruise to his tailbone area at the hands of Baron Corbin this past Monday. And for anyone interested, Baron, he shared an image of it on his Instagram. I don't think she cares about a bruise. Well, he did pixelate out the the butt crack. Yeah. It was a bad bruise. Whatever, dude. Be even worse for him if he ever gets in between me and my woman. I'll end his career. You gonna jump the rail? I'm gonna jump the rail, and I'm gonna hit him with my championship. This Bug championship. Off. Bug off. WWE issued a press release this week regarding SmackDown moving to Fox Friday night start, uh, which starts October 4th, 2019, and referred to it as SmackDown Live, indicating that it will likely still air live. Sucks for you West Coast motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to get it three hours late. Yeah. Because I, I think West Coast, they're, they're still going to air it at eight, so it's not mm-hmm. quite live. So, West Coast people in 2019, starting in October... Yeah, don't check your Twitter and shit. Whatever, man. They have legal weed. Take what you got. Oh, in Oregon. Probably California, too. 
California definitely. That's one of the first ones to fully legalize it. Gene Snitsky, who's 48, announced via Instagram that he's planning on retiring after, quote, a few more shows. I didn't know he was wrestling anymore. I didn't either. Ha <laughs> uh, Tucker Knight missed last Thursday's NXT. Who? Tucker Knight. Who? Tucker. From oh. Heavy Machinery. Okay. Should I just call them Tucker? Or you should say Tuck. Tucker from Tuck. Heavy Machinery. There you go. Uh, missed last Thursday's NXT tapings due to the birth of his daughter, Kenzie Lovey Cooper. So congratulations on that. I got nothing to say. A little bit more congrats. Bianca Belair and Montez Ford got married last Saturday, so congrats to them as well. And last... But not least, and this isn't the last of the news, I just gotta go to my, uh, Chrome. Maris became an official American citizen on Wednesday. Sorry. She is legal now. Isn't she Canadian or French? Yes, French-Canadian. She's both. Why won't they just live in French Canada where it's safe? She married to the Miz and he doesn't want to live there. Oh. I'd live over there. So Brock Lesnar is officially not going to be competing at SummerSlam, fucking New York market of our Universal Championship. Supposedly, the reason for this is that Vince feels that Roman wouldn't be seen as a face in the New York area. To which I say, no shit. It's not just the New York area. Right, but also, especially the New York area. So basically, it wouldn't do anything for him. All it would do is nothing, because Roman would win the title, and then Braun cashes. So the Universal Championship is not going to be on TV until fucking Survivor Series, is what you're telling me. Yes. Man, fuck Brock Lesnar, alright? Fuck him, and fuck Paul Heyman, and fuck... Fuck Vince McMahon. This is so stupid. You should have just had one fucking championship, and that champion is AJ motherfucking Styles. Retire the Universal Championship, because it means exactly nothing. 90 day com- ninety day defense clause? What? It's like, what and then it's like, these fucking old-timers. These old-timers. I'm talking to you old-timers. You're gonna talk about, oh, you think Hulk Hogan... He wrestled on, uh, every week? No. No. You know what else? We also only had three fucking channels. <laughs> Guess what? There's plenty other options here. It's a different world, old man. And I call you that knowing full well that I will whip your candy ass. Because I'm the champion of the motherfucking basement. And that means a lot. That means more than you know. I defend my championship more than your universal champion. Mm-hmm. I can't take it. I'm getting hot. Chill out. You want you want to you want to get the isosceles going? Nah, I'll leave it. All right. I should have to wait till Survivor Series. We don't even know that. It's not even confirmed. But that is the big pay per view. Yeah, that will be the next earliest title defense you have. What are we doing? I thought he was going to fight UFC. Oh, is he not going to do that? 
He's holding the championship hostage. This is Vince calling the shots. I let's, don't care. I know, but I let, oh, I put him in there. Let's I place, said fuck him. Right, but now you're saying that Brock's holding the belt hostage. If that's not Brock, it's Vince. From the TV standpoint, he is holding the belt hostage. Then maybe that's the if he was willing to run more dates, we wouldn't be in this problem. But the fact that Vince caused this problem by paying this fucking vanilla gorilla whatever the fuck he wants. It was great for the first year. Now I'm fucking bored. Suplex City, what else do you got? Like if we go I thought by, Brock had more moves. If we go by actual dates that before he, he left? He did a lot of moves. He did. Now, <laughs> if we go by the dates that he's worked, Brock has been champ, what, 16 days? <laughs> yes. As opposed to the 460, 470, what are we at now? And counting. That's ridiculous. Personally, I think there should be an asterisk. There should be an asterisk near that. There is, I think. Longest rating. Really? Bullshit. Don't say defending. No, because he's not. Because that's what that's the first lie. <laughs> that's the first lie. Yeah. Rating is fine, but that motherfucker ain't defending shit. Nope. I, you know why I get upset? It's just because I have this bad feeling that there's going to be no payoff to this. One day, Brock's going to fuck Vince over. Here's a championship. He's not going to do business. That's my fear. That would be the ultimate bullshit. But you know what? That that was sort of the storyline that they were hoping to get the New York crowd into buying. That That's why he was theoretically going to be the heel in New York, while Roman would be face. No one's going to boo Brock in New York. No. no Except for me. And you're not going to be able to hear me. It wouldn't be loud enough. Also, I'm on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shit, so I got too passionate, bro. So they're kind of starting that sort of storyline with Kurt saying that basically Brock Lesnar fucked it up. That's why they're not having the multi-person match that they had announced. Whatever the fuck that was supposed to be. So it's that we're going to get Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. <sighs> At least we have AJ Styles versus Rusev. That's new. Good. That's good. First of all, it's AJ Styles, so of course it's good. Second of all, it's new. Thank you. I hope Rusev wins. I mean, he's not. But... Because that will be different. Yeah. Change. Change. Damn it. I can't believe this guy's still the fucking champion. I just want there to be a payoff. If there's not going to be a payoff... It's a big waste of time. Someone really needs to get the rub. It's not going to do Roman any good. Roman is already... Roman is legit, like, the top star in the company. Vince isn't budging on this, dude. Exactly. But someone needs to be able to take advantage. (sighs) Wait a minute. Why won't they just have... That's not going to work. Wait a second. When Braun... No, because Braun beat him after that. But remember Braun pulled the fucking scaffolding and shit on top of Brock? Yeah. And then Brock won with one F5. One. 
and it took like 18 to beat Roman Reigns at Mania. F5 City. You know what would be an idea? Oh, here we go. Have Brock appear at a house show. Like, see, he's scheduled, he's, you know... He's yeah, have Braun Strowman cash in at a house show? Yes. Hmm. And have Braun almost destroy him. Braun be huge. We won't see Brock for, let's say, a year, year and a half, two years. Forever? Okay, that's good. Brock will come back. <laughs> Think he'll get cheered or booed? They're going to cheer him because no one's going to care. Because it was two years ago. Maybe. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's the thing. Sucks. Yeah. Brock. It's like he's got a fucking vacation contract. Look, I'm just jealous, alright? I'm fucking working a shitty job. I'm slowly dying. You know? Mm-hmm. Just like all of you. Except I'm the champ. It's the only thing that's holding me together like duct tape. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. Well, PWInsider.com is claiming that WWE is no longer featuring 205 Live Superstars on Raw uh, as part of a strategy to change the public perception of the Cruiserweight division to sort of elevate them, make them seem more exclusive. And this started when Triple H uh, took over. He his idea is to try to keep them from being overexposed. Okay. Although Leo Rush should be on TV, on real TV, like on. Why Rush, should he be on TV? Because holy shit! And you know what they po- um the announcers point something out on two hundred five this week. I don't remember which announcer it was. It doesn't matter. But they said that um, Leo Rush is really, really fast and really athletic. But he's not actually a high flyer. He just moves really quickly. And so he's sort of classified as a high flyer because, like, he moves so quick the brain sort of perceives, sort of associates him with the rest of the high flyers. But he's not a high flyer. He's just incredibly quick. Okay. This is something I found interesting. And that's all the news (sighs) this week. Do you have a chance to do anything this week? Do you have raw notes? I have raw notes. I saw everything but NXT. Good. We don't usually talk about NXT unless something big happens anyway. Right, well. Only the Lars thing that I know of. Because, you know me, I don't read spoilers. I'll watch NXT this weekend when I get a chance. This weekend, probably. When you get a chance. What I said. Is it? Yeah. Sorry, didn't have the right ring to it, you know. Didn't have enough championship to it, you know. Just want to feel it. And so, did you have anything from Raw or SmackDown that you wanted to discuss? I won't even bother asking about 205. You know, as a matter of fact, I did watch 205 Live this week. No, I fucking did it. Ha! Just to see, just to see the light in your (laughs) eyes and then snuff it out. (sighs) 
There is no hope, Rich Torres. There's no hope for you. Uh, so, here's my gripe. I think Kurt Angle is sexist. I think he's a male chauvinist pig. Because Bailey finally goes out there and she defends herself. She's not taking this shit. Oh, but she's got to go to mandatory counseling? Yeah, that's bullshit. Or she's fired? That's bullshit. What the fuck is that? Right? That's bullshit. Like, I normally don't do this. I don't go off... I don't... uh, Listen. I don't fight for the rights of anyone. Mm -hmm. But that is some double standard shit. Right there. And what about the fucking riot squad walking around fucking bullying people? Taking cameras and smashing them? Shoving people? They don't need mandatory counseling? I need a valid reason for Bailey to have to, to, to go counseling. There isn't. So stupid. Well, there's no valid reason. It's, it's a plot device. It's a bad plot device. This is going to lead down a bad road. But l- l- let's not lose sight here. How great was that beatdown? I feel like it could have used more beatdown. What did she say that got she got bleeped. She said something, and then there was a thing. I didn't notice. Yeah, she said something to her when she was on the floor. It was when she was on the floor by the steps. I just don't know what she said to her. Whatever. Let's just say she called her a cunt. Which I doubt she would. But something was said that they... uh hmm. Should we watch it? Authors of Pain came back too, right? Yeah, finally. Um, um, what did they do? Let me see. I saw it here. Oh, they uh, pushed someone around. Do they have a match? They didn't have a match. Oh, but no. they're back. Yeah, they're back. Oh, they didn't have a match? I thought they wrestled... Um, I know Titus O'Neil was out there. Like, Titus O'Neil saw them backstage, so nothing happened with them later. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, make sure, because then someone's going to be like, you idiots, did you even watch Raw? Oh, they beat a couple jobbers. Okay. And they beat them down until Titus Worldwide came down to break it up, and the authors walked off. Alright, I knew they were in the ring together. They beat Rich and Rex Gibson. You didn't tell me you were wrestling. You have a new last name? No. Is that your wrestling name? Nope. Rich Gibson, like the guitar. Nope. Gibson Guitars. Nope, not me. No Elias this Monday either. Isn't that weird? They they saved him for a dark match. Against who? I don't recall. Ron Simmons. That was a tag match. It might have been a six-man tag. I feel like. I read somewhere. Dark match. The other dark meat. Something like that. So is Dolph Ziggler still the champ? It's cheating. It's cheating. Che 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 you cheat you cheat did you cheat McIntyre was there so he had to have done something I'm looking at this microphone in front of me and I feel like 
Oh yeah, Drew uh, pulled the ref out of the ring when um, Pen. Seth was seemingly about to win after the fa- Falcon Arrow. He never wins with the Falcon Arrow. I know it's a great match though. Yeah, so. Ziggler was gonna kick out anyway, but you know. Yeah, well, they had to make sure Dolph had some some HP left to be able to uh, commence the two on one. Right. So Kevin Owens teamed up with Braun Strowman at on Stro- Strowman's behest because mm-hmm. he wants to be friends with Kevin Owens. <laughs> I don't know what he means by friends, but okay. And then Baron Corbin teamed up with Finn Balor, and that was weird too. Yup. Then uh, Corbin did something to Finn. I don't have it in my notes. Well, whatever it is, bruised him. Didn't you just... I did. Was it that long ago? No, I remember mentioning it, but I don't have it in my notes what happened between Corbin and Finn. And the top guys, top guys. they beat Roman Reigns and uh, Bobby Lashley. Yes. Yes, they did. I think it's a rematch from last week. Was it? I think so. It's alright, they go hard. All day, all night. Ready to fight. Smackdown! Unless there was anything else on Raw, I don't think so, though. So it's three hours of TV and we can't think of anything else? Okay. That says a lot about the product. Raw is Seth, Roman, Elias, who wasn't even there. Ambrose, whenever he comes back from injury. Bailey. Bailey versus Sasha at SummerSlam. You better believe it, brother. Yeah. Oh, didn't Natalia and Nia Jax team up? That tag team match. Against other yeah, people. No, but I'd like to know who they fought. Uh, no, Natty fought Alexa Bliss. Oh, okay. They were at ringside then. Yeah. Okay. Great. Ross sucked. Yep. Yep. Except for the main event, of course. Where's the Universal Champion? God damn it. He's out hunting. Hunting, fishing, injecting steroids into his ass. I feel like SmackDown's easier to watch, but... Two hours, baby. But still not necessarily as good. Although this week was alright. I liked the Miss TV opening segment. I just watched SmackDown last night, so it's a little refreshing. All right, good. That means you can guide us through this mess. So, Miss had the Bludgeon Brothers, and they were about to bicker or whatever, and Danny Bryan comes out. And then yeah, it's like, them. why did he stop them? They were going to beat up the Miz. I don't know. I would have waited and then came out. I'm like, oh, oh, you guys, leave him alone. Please, stop it. No. Rusev continued his push, beating Woods. And then we had Naomi and Lana bickering over who won the dance-off. I mean, twerking is technically not dancing. It's dancing. It's not not the same thing. It's not not dancing. It also takes less skill. Does it? If you're genetically... 
inclined to be able to do it, which Naomi is and Lana isn't, it's unfair. Therefore, Lana has more skill. Lana is the best. Lana number one. And then the Glowcast. Minus Kia Stevens for some reason. I couldn't watch it. They probably didn't want to have her on as an actress because she's a wrestler. I know. I, I, I didn't watch it because I'm like, I don't want it to ruin the movie. I mean, the TV show for me. Yeah. Because I, I like the cast. So I'm like, you know what? I don't have to watch this. But uh, what's her name? The, the, the main star of Glow. She did her Russian accent for Lana. It's Allison Brie. Yeah. I knew it was. I'm a fan. I, I sent her some of my hair. That That's not a fan. <laughs> a I'm kidding. I didn't send anything. I only sent my spit. It's to 23 and me. <laughs> what else is this Alison Brian? Do you know? Uh, she did this show, Community. Um... She was in Mad Men for a couple of seasons. Uh, she's done movie stuff. Why? You want to like watch her movies now? I was just curious because you mentioned you're a fan. I'm a fan of funny people. Community was a funny show. It's another um, Dan Harmon. I don't know who that is, but Joel McHale was in it. I know that much. Dan Harmon is the fucking... Co-creator of Rick and Morty, you dick. Uh, Have some cool. fucking respect. God damn it. You're well, embarrassing I, me. I appreciate you, Mr. Dan Harmon. You're ruining it, damn it. That's what I do. Uh, Eric Young. And Ken Jong is in there, too. Yes, he is. At Chevy Chase. You like Chevy Chase. I liked him 30 years ago when he was only a little old. He was always old. Now he's fat. Jeez. <laughs> I'm looking old and feeble, though, I think. Like who? Mr. Burns. You know, he's not a real person. What? Yeah, I'm sorry to break it to you. He's not a real person. Yeah. Uh, like who? You know who doesn't look like shit and he's always been old, too? Steve Martin. He has always been old. Yeah. Like, he wasn't... Not gray in our lifetime. Yeah. But I think that's just his hair color. Fucking funny, though. Yeah, he's funny. So, uh, yeah. Eric Young made his debut. Who'd he beat up? Uh. Actually, didn't he lose? He did by disqualification. Oh, he beat up uh, Jeff Hardy. He replaced Shinsuke. Due to an open challenge issued by Jeff Hardy for the U.S. Championship. And the Usos came out and helped him because they were going to beat him up. Well, they came out to attack Sanity because of Sanity's attack on them last week. Yeah. Or whenever that was. It's like their second week and you have them get beat up. Not good. You gotta give them some kind of, like, mystique. Well, they had... They... They held their own. Eric Young interjected himself into the fray and got hit, causing the disqualification. But it was 
three of them that got that left the ring with their tails between their legs. Mm-hmm. No good, bro. You want those guys standing tall at the end. I I, I do agree with that. Simon should have won that. Not even, even won that, but like won the uh, attack or whatever. You know, like the post, the post beat down. Maybe they should have, you know, put them over. Hmm. Like it's okay to lose by disqualification. But then if the beatdown is like, oh, fucking, we're sanity, we're going to whoop your ass, we're going to kick your ass. Kick your ass. And then it's like, okay, so there's three of you, and you got beat up by the Usos. And Jeff Hardy. But Jeff Hardy had just gotten beat up by sanity. Like, he'd be weaker. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had the upper hand. They had the numbers. Like, it was more like two and a half men versus three men. Jeff Hardy. Fuck Jeff Hardy. I like Jeff Hardy. He's cool. Yeah. Why aren't you a fan of Jeff Hardy? Is it because he's gifted? I think it's an artsy thing. I'm not... You don't like artists? Yeah, I don't really... I don't get it. I'm offended. It's okay. I'm an artist. It's alright. Like, the face paint, alright. Mm. Is it because you can't pull it off? No, it's because I can't fucking do it. I have some face paint, bro. I'm not going to paint my we face. We could paint our faces. I'm not painting my face. Why not? Because I have to... Jericho paints his face! Yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk about that either. Interesting. You don't want to talk about Jericho painting his face? No. Okay. I don't. I don't... That's weird that this is like a soft spot for you. It's weird, just fucking face painting. Did something happen to you, like, as a child? No. Like a clown, you know? No, No, something happened to you as a child with a clown? They're just too happy. I just don't trust them. They're weird. weird. They're too fucking happy. Nobody sane does that. Nobody. So you, you can't trust them. Look at Doink. He was like psychotic. Which one? Yes. That's exactly my There's point. There's been like seven. Or I three. I think three, maybe four. Hmm. That we know of. Like, who's to say? You know what I mean? They could have just taken a jobber and put him in the, in the thing. You wouldn't tell the difference. Oh, Steve Lombardi, I think, did doing for a little bit. Why was that a popular thing? What? To be doing? Yeah. I guess because you were a clown, and it's easy to hide your face, and it's like anyone yeah. can be him. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a little tough to see through the makeup, to see who it really is. Yeah, it's like, as long as you have around the same shape yeah, of like, the body... Like, like Suicide and Impact was T.J. Perkins, Christopher Daniels, and fucking, I don't know who else, someone else. What What about those little doinks, the dinks? Yeah. Are they dead? Probably. Because little people don't live as long as big people. That is correct. I mean, real little people, not like you little people. Yeah. Like real people. Uh, I mean, you're a real person. <laughs> yes. I am? I'm a real boy. You're a real boy. <laughs> you're a real boy. Ellsworth. 
Fuck him. He still sucks on the mic. Asuka's gonna fuck He's him up next really week. bad. It's but like, I wonder if it's on purpose. Could be. I think he's bad on purpose. Get some extra heel heat. I'm starting to think, like I'm starting to look at things a little bit differently. Like when somebody says, "Well, you see something," it's like, "Oh, they fucked up." It's like, did they fuck up, mm. or are they doing that shit on purpose because they're bad and they want you to fucking see that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, could be. Like as a bad guy, you could fuck up all the time. Yeah. So, does WWE actually expect us to think that Ellsworth is going to get any actual offense in this match? I think he will. He can't. That won't be PG. He can. Trust me. See, it's because he's so far from an actual man that it will work. Trust me. It's going to be something weird like a clothesline or something. And he's not going to... He's going to do like an Irish whip. At and most, then she's gonna, you know, do the things. I don't even think it'll be an Irish trip. I think at most it'll be like a trip. And then maybe, I don't know, he can't even do a submission. He can't even put a submission because of Benoit. Bro, Irish whip to the ropes. And he, he fails. She'll like clock him or something. And then, you know, he's got to be able to do something. Well, if anyone's figured it out, he, it's it's him. He's He's, uh, he's been the... Uh, he's the intergender champ. Yeah, I was going to say that. What if we just find out he's transgender? I know he's married and stuff, but... Yeah, but if you're... If you're... I don't know. Where's his fucking chin, goddammit? I'm telling you, dude. That's gonna be the next thing that happens. Transgender wrestler? That's gonna be a transgender wrestler. And they're going to do it. They're going to jump right on that shit to show how fucking individual they are. You know. Uh, Shayna Baszler aside, because apparently she identifies as a female. So. Still? Yeah, still. That guy. That is so fucked up, by the way, that you could just say, oh, I'm a girl and you're a girl. You get to wrestle in the NXT women's division. Not only that, he's the champ. What's yeah. up with that? I don't to know. quote Shane Helms, <laughs> who tweeted the Rock. Uh, rather, he mentioned the Rock in Instagram this week. Did you see? I follow the Rock, so I saw it because yeah. the Rock responds cool. to stuff. Oh, Not yeah, no, Rock, Rock's a, Rock's a cool dude. Yeah, cool. hey Rock, if you're listening, fuck you. I'm not spending $120 on an Under Armour shoe because it says Project Rock. Unless those shoes turn me into you, I'm not spending $120 on a pair of, part of Project Rock Under Armour shoes. That's ridiculous. A, and that's yeah. before shipping and handling. A, yes, that's ridiculous. But B, that's how much fucking like real sneakers cost. Real sneakers? What are you talking about? You say my sneakers aren't real? I didn't right. spend that much money. Yeah, neither did I. Alright. You know, what does that real mean? Like brand name. Yeah, like because advertised our sweatshop has a swoosh over it. So therefore, our sneakers are more expensive. God, that's so stupid. Well, I have Nike. Mine more than fucking that much. Mine was I've never... Bucks. No. I'm ha- so mine were half that price. Just no. It's just not worth it. No sneakers worth that much. Unless, of course, they're rocket shoes. 
And what you, you know, that's cheap. That's cheap for rocket shoes. I can't, can you levitate a little? No. I'd want to levitate. That's what I want. I would want to just levitate just a couple inches off the ground. Why? You know, I'm not good at heights. So I don't literally step in shit. Yeah, but if you're talking about, like, barely off the ground, you're still going to graze shit. A couple inches. Like two inches, three inches. How about five? Or is I, that too much for you? It's pushing it. I think you might have to push it to miss all the shit. Because it's big shits. I just have to keep my eyes open. Okay. I mean, I figure big shit I would see. Yeah, but if you levitate and you're not getting exercise. That's true. Unless I'm walking. On just, your hands? No, unless huh? I'm walking just elevated. Levitated. I don't see that working well. Because you're going to be like... Like, because you... It's not... Just imagine it's exactly the same. I don't... Imagine there's a pane of glass an inch above or two inches above the Yeah, but you're walking on a surface. Yeah. It just makes That means you'd surface. have to walk, walk evenly the whole time. Mm-hmm. Any slight dip is going to throw you forward and you're going to fall. Alright, so just like the fucking hoverboards and shit that I want Yeah, but you gotta fucking be... The thing is, with a hoverboard, you're standing on something. Mm. Your feet are two separate entities. Mm-hmm. So you would have to walk straight up, posture, and your feet both at the same... I can't do it, man. I'm not good at standing up. I can't. <laughs> it's not going to work. Unless right? they can learn how you walk. Okay, now you want smart shoes that fucking hover, bro? You want them to be dumb? Can I call my mom on them? <laughs> Maybe. Like, fucking get smart. Hello? Nah. If Then, it, that way, you know, you should have the phone is in the shoe. One of the shoes. Hmm. And you just have ear pods. Can't say ear pods. I can say them. You can say ear pods. Why can't I say it? Because fuck Apple. I can say what I want. Alright, this is a podcast for realness. By realness. You know? Like FUBU. Yeah, but not as racist. FUBU. Why, why is FUBU racist? Do you know what? You know what it stands for? For us, by us? By us. Who's us? People. Black people. <laughs> Just because black people made it doesn't hey, mean that... You said it wrong. Just because Just black people made <laughs> it doesn't mean that, that they're... It, Talking exclusively us as in them. Well, who else would it be? I didn't make it. It's just the same. No! For us, by us implies that we made it. We didn't. So it's not for us if we didn't make it. Yeah. That's like mem- members only. Are you a member? I would never, I have never in my life <laughs> I actually had a friend in junior high school mm. that had a members only jacket. We made fun of him. He's still our friend. My father had a members only jacket. Makes perfect sense. Probably still does. The same one. Mm-hmm. You think they're gonna come back? Did they go anywhere? They're still around? Aren't they? I don't know. I'm asking you. Why are you asking questions when I'm asking you questions? Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not the are members- they? I'm not the members only researcher here. Now you are officially. Uh, well, I don't have a keyboard here, so I'm not gonna. Well, fuck. 
I'll check. Alright. All right. All right. So you could get a members only jacket for. Who came up with that shit? Calling it members only? Yeah. Some loser that had no friends. So he's like, fine, members only. Oh, this is a members only.com, bro. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's been a. Get this. Members Only is an American outwear company whose well-known signature racer jacket has been a pop culture symbol of coolness since the 1980s. Who the fuck wrote that? <laughs> I don't, an old man. <laughs> Probably. The iconic polyester cotton racer jacket features shoulder epaulets a racer collar, and the signature members only logo. I remember those things being the stupidest thing about the jacket. (laughs) So, yeah, members only, if you want to sponsor us, we are down. Dude, I'd do it for money, bro. Dude, if they were paying us, I would do this podcast in a members only jacket. Audio only, right? If you use the code word bookers right now, you could save 5% on your next members-only jacket. Audio only, right? Yeah. All right, then, yeah, I'd wear a members-only jacket. But you have to. All right. You're giving your word. Yeah, I just fucking have the, have the fan on, because... It's going to be warm. Yeah. What if jacket. it's winter, though? You're fine. No. It's never that cold in here. It's me. I radiate heat. Well, as I understand it, Jerry on the spot... As an episode, unless was there anything else to SmackDown that we wanted to talk about? What was the last segment? Becky Lynch wrestled. Oh yeah, it was good. Because Becky's great. Yeah, it's too bad the rest of the world doesn't appreciate her. Bunch of dicks. By that I mean the writers. Oh yeah, so uh, Team Hell now. Derp. Yeah, that's yeah. big, dude. They're gonna beat the Bludgeon Brothers at Extreme Rules. Yeah, cause uh, Kane's gonna be the mayor, Knox County, Tennessee. Tag team mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Oh, and then he has to leave because mayoral duties, mm-hmm. and then Daniel Bryan will be the tag team champions by default. What if he loses? What? What if Kane loses? Then they are the tag team champions. So uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad Kane managed to stay in shape over the time off he's had. He's in shape. Yeah, rounds of shape. It looks the same. I don't know. I never paid that much attention to him. Yeah, I think him and him and uh, Kevin Owens are on the same diet. I don't. I think Kevin Owens is on his own diet, and by diet I mean not one. Hmm. Which comes to show the strength of Braun Strowman. Throw that fat boy around. It's great. We're not fat shaming. Boy, boy, both me and Rich, we we were at one point fat people. Yeah, me fatter than Jer. I wasn't going to say it, but you did. But yeah, uh, you know, uh, Rich, why don't you tell everybody about your episode? I don't have one this week. I will okay. have one next week okay. to do extenuating circumstances. Extenuating circumstances. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Those being yeah. a passing in the family. The only extenuating circumstance that'll keep Basement Chair from providing his episode to his people is if Basement Chair was himself in the ground. 
I thought Basement Jerry was, and you're Jerry on the spot. Using my Twitter handle so people can follow me. Oh, then you have to say at. I'm not going back and doing this shit again. At symbol? You're mad. <laughs> you're mad. You're a heartless bastard. I'm the champion. I don't need a heart. I don't need a heart. This is it. Right here. It's beating. It's pumping the blood. Just by having it. You see that red? That's the blood. The blood of the, the championship. It flows in like a swoosh. It's a down swoosh. Yeah. Nike, so, Nike should get in on that. Yeah, they should. So here we go. Cheers, Smackdown. Don't here we go, me, bro. The money in the bank. Go home. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. You know, extenuating circumstances and all. I had to write this in the last uh, three hours. So, yeah. Um, welcome, everyone, to another edition of Jazz Smackdown. And boy, boy, do we have an action-packed episode for you today. I'm Corey Roscoe, along with Chucky Jack Muldoon. And today, we have six. Count them. One, two, three, four, five, six. Money in the Bank qualifier matches. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Six singles matches on one show. Sounds almost last minute, Corey. I'm being told <laughs> the first qualifier is right now. We have Bobby Lashley versus Adam Cole, baby, with Bobby Fish. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Lashley is a very large man. He used to wrestle out in the uh, real wrestling, the amateur background. And uh, look at him. He's got Adam Cole. He's, he's got. He's right behind him, and he's gonna suplex him on his head one time. And boy, this uh, Adam Cole is quick, but he's not that quick. He's running away from him. He's running around the ring, trying to tire out Bobby Lashley, but that doesn't work because Bobby Lashley he, he's really strong, so he punches him, and then. <laughs> <laughs> He punches him again. Boy, that boy is tearing him up real bad. And when I say boy, I mean young man because I'm old, not because he's black. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank you for clarifying that, you racist bastard. Listen, uh, what? Bobby Fish is distracting the referee. And Adam Cole hits Bobby Lashley with the low blow. Oh my God, that's... That's gotta be a catastrophe. Uh, I'm told that Bobby Lashley is very gifted. Listen, we're not, that's neither here nor there. We get it, shut up. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm trying to watch this match here. Well, this match is more so, uh, slaughter than anything. I mean, that boy Adam Cole is running so fast. Where's he going? I mean, the referee's not even watching. Is he exercising? I don't know, but he stopped running. And, uh, because, you know, he's got the upper hand now. He's, he's pummeling poor Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby Lashley, he does a spear. And, uh, what, what is happening here? Bobby Lashley has the cover. And, oh, Bobby Fish just pulls Adam Cole out of the ring. What are you doing, man? Hmm. You! Yeah. Oh, no! He did it. Bobby Fish has been ejected from ringside. And now Bobby Lashley's really upset. He's got Adam Cole. He's caught him. 
in the uh, hanging vertical. He's up there for a long time. And then he's not up there anymore because Bobby Lashley advances to the Money in the Bank ladder match. Because there's going to be six participants and he's the first. What a what a contest. Alright. <laughs> yeah, right here, right here next is uh we got ourselves some lady wrestlers. Uh the lady champion, Becky Lynch, and her partner, a Lacey Evans, who's now being known as Miss Evans. Just because. And they're taking on the team never before, never again. One night only. That Boy, uh, Junkie Jack, that was an amazing uh, rock impression. I, I'm a fan of the People's Champion. $120 is too much to spend on footwear. <laughs> uh, they're, they're facing off against Nikki Cross and Paige. Never before, never again. I don't know about before, but never again. Because one of them can't wrestle anymore. Listen. Connection. That's right. Alright, we got Becky Lynch in first. Paige and uh, Nikki Cross deciding who's going to go in. Rock, scissors, paper. Nikki Cross is in. Nikki Cross is ready to fight. She wants a piece of Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is walking over. She tags out to her partner. And it's uh, Miss Evans. And she's, she's fighting Nikki Cross. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Let me tell you something about pretty good. Ain't nothing pretty good happening here. I've never seen the likes of, uh, this, uh, Nikki Cross person. She is crazier than a Jack Russell Terrier chasing after a car. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Great. Uh, are you been drinking? I'm not drinking. You're drinking. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to get back to the rig there. Uh, so, uh, Miss Evans has the upper hand on, uh, Nikki Cross and she tags out to Paige. And then Becky Lynch tags herself in with the blind tag. All of a sudden, she's brave. And she suplexes Paige. She's kicking her ass. And then all of a sudden, Nikki Cross, she just comes into the ring and she just starts attacking Becky Lynch. The refs try to separate them. When all of a sudden, it's Ruby Riot and Sonya Deville. They join Becky Lynch and, and formerly Lacey Evans. And they're attacking Nikki Cross and Paige. This is... Let's get some help down here! They, they just... Sonya Deville is just grounded, pounding Nikki Cross, Ruby Riot, and Becky Lynch are just kicking the shit out of uh, Paige. Uh, Lacey Evans, she's got the ring bell! She's got the ring bell! She's, she's gonna hit She's gonna hit Nikki Cross with the ring bell. But instead she finds Becky Lynch. Then by accident. Mm. 
What a the chaos! Becky Lynch is out. She's unconscious. We need some help in here. What a what what madness! As as we fade off into the next segment, this where where Kit 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 Kayak's locker room here. Kit Kayak is currently watching tape. Uh, they you know for you kids they used to put video on tape. Uh, on Finn Balor when Baron Corbin walks in, Baron Corbin says, "Hey, tonight you and me we aren't on the same side anymore." I'm going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And if that means putting you six feet under, that's what I'm going to do. Kid Kayak stands up and stares him in the eyes, all serious. Then I guess whatever happens, happens. May the best man win. Kid Kayak extends his hand and Corbin slaps it away and leaves. He says, good luck. Okay. Alright, segment six is uh the return of the Rabble Do himself. <laughs> John Cena and he faces Jack Swagger. You know, Chucky Jack, John Cena has been the face of this company for a lot of years. And uh he has not lost a step, seeing as he hasn't been in a wrestling match in quite a while. Well it kinda tells you a couple things here. Kind of tells you to follow the money, boy. See how John Cena all of a sudden has a qualifying match. I use quotations. Qualifying match and the money in the back ladder match against Jack Swagger. The last time he did anything, I thought they fired that boy. But here he is on the card against John Cena. Uh, there we go. Here the AA and there's the cover. So John Cena just walks his butt right in to the Money in the Bank ladder match as if his name was Brock fucking Lesnar. <laughs> wow, well, Chucky Jack, I didn't know you had such grievances against John Cena. Well, let me tell you something about John Cena. John Cena is a company man. And all he does is lie. The man is not real. There's nothing real about that man. He is a fraud. Uh, all right. Well, we're not allowed to talk bad about John Cena on this show, uh, Junkie Jack. So we're going to go on and we're going to check the next match here. It's another qualifier. This is Daniel Bryan versus Eddie's debut match, the glorious Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode versus Daniel Bryan. There's yes chance and there's glorious chance. This is, wow. The cocky uh, Bobby Roode is just taking liberties with Daniel Bryan. Uh, slapping him around a little bit. Shoving him about. But Daniel Bryan comes back. And he's he's red hot doing the yes kicks. When someone has jumped the barricade. It, it looks like a a man in blackface. That's racist. No, that's the Velveteen Dream, and he is wearing a Daniel Bryan wig and beard. <laughs> oh, that's why. Why is this happening? 
I don't know, but it seems to have captured the attention of Daniel Bryan. This Velveteen Dream is doing the most sensual yes chance I've ever seen in my, my life. It's like, I'm not turned on about it. I'm not turned off about it. It's like, if Prince was still here, that's, that's what this is. I didn't know you were a fan. Purple Rain is one of the greatest songs of all generation. Your generation? That's right. Uh, well, well, it's enough of a distraction for Bobby Root to hit the glorious DDT and qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. And the Velveteen Dream is yesing on the turnbuckle when he hits the Purple Rainmaker or Daniel Bryan. Could this be a match? Who's to say? You're not going to find out tonight because the next thing's coming now. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt in a Money in the Bank ladder match qualify match. You know, Junkie Jack, that the if you climb the ladder and you grab that briefcase, inside is a contract that guarantees you a championship match, a world title match. And 85% of cash-ins have been successful. Wow, Corey, I had no idea. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Back to you. Hmm. Back to who? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roland Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. These two, they are no strangers to each other. Look at them. D- exchanging blows. D- throwing each other. Taking turns. T- throwing each other. Clothesline. Uh, suplex. <laughs> body slam. Turbuckle you up. Bray Wyatt's doing that thing when all of a sudden Roman Reigns just kicks him in the mouth. It just doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work here. Roman Reigns advances to the Money in the Bank ladder match. With the mouth kick. With the mouth kick, and that's what it's called now. Alright. And now it's time to determine the final entrant in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Between Kid Kayak, who is the Intercontinental Champion, versus Baron Corbin. These two guys are just friends, you know, and right now they're not friends. They never really were friends, I would say. Yeah, I I tell you, though, boys, they ain't friends. They are not friends at all. I mean... Look at how, how Baron Corbin has no disregard for Kid Kayak. He is just beating him pillar to post. Well, you know, Kid Kayak has always been on the receiving end of a lot of uh, thrashings. He's never really had the upper hand. I know that, but look at what's happening in here. Just imagine the brutality here. Well, uh, Kid Kayak is rallying back. He's fighting back. Let's fight him, Jeff. J- just left, Jack. Don't even worry about it. Kid Kayak has gone to the outside to catch his bearings. He's over there by... by. Uh, oh my god! 
He's been struck. He's been struck. He's been struck. The the referee didn't see it. Baron Corbin didn't see it. He's been struck. Who? Who is that? It's Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, that son of a bitch. He hit Kid Kayak right in the head with, with some sort of foreign object. Baron Corbin's on the way out. Seth Rollins has escaped. No harm, no foul. And, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That's three end of days. He only needed to do one of them. There's a human being in there. This ain't ballet. It's not ballet. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And then Baron Corbin is, is advancing to the money in the bank ladder match. When it's Finn Balor and Alistair Black and Seth Rollins is back. And they're kicking the shit, the shit out of Baron Corbin. <laughs> Just again, remember that last time that happened? Well, it's worse than that time. Finn Balor, he's got something to say. <clears throat> John Cena, Roman Reigns, Lashley, and all the rest of you. It don't matter which of you grab that shiny briefcase. You will all fail. Because we are superior. Oh, hold on, Finn. That's five. There's five people in this thing. It's John Cena, Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, Rude, and Corbin. What? Hang on. Uh, Excuse me, gentlemen. I've just been informed by the powers that be that there is one more match tonight. And it is the real main event of the evening. The debut of Drew McIntyre. And he's facing off against the big red machine cane. And then a commercial airs for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Giving Superior enough time to leave and to clean up the bodies and the carnage. Two briefcases. Two matches. 85%. You do the math. (laughs) Basement Bookers presents Money in a Bank next week on the Basement Bookers podcast. Uh, That boy is a giant. Like, you can't tell, but, I mean, they're almost the same height, Kane and Drew McIntyre, as they're probably not. Anyway, so the viciousness of Drew McIntyre being displayed here, just taking it to the Big Red Machine. I haven't seen the Big Red Machine uh, uh, beat up like this since uh, Braun Strowman beat him up on that other show. Boy, what a what a what a what a contest here! Drew McIntyre wins with the Claymore, and he is your. Six participant in the Monday Night Ladder match, brother. And uh, I've just been told backstage to backstage, we have an interview uh, with Kid Kayak, uh, with 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 the lovely, ever wonderful, but totally unavailable Renee Young. 
take 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 it away, Renee. You finally get to close out this week's f- festivities, and I'm being facetious. Now, Kid Kayak, we're here in the trainer's room, and you're icing yourself up. How do you feel? I don't feel good. I feel like I've been robbed of an opportunity to become uh, the Intercontinental Money in the Bank Championship (laughs) and hoping to get my revenge on that jerk Finn Balor who's just done nothing but be mean to me. I thought I I told his guys a lesson, but they didn't want enough. So... I'm sorry, I was hitting the head. <laughs> the words I'm trying to I just maybe this is maybe I have a concussion. Maybe I won't even be cleared for this. But I'm laying out a challenge. I challenge any member of Superior to face me at the Money in the Bank pay per view. And I will put my Intercontinental Championship on the line. The only caveat, that's a word, right? Yes, it sure is. <laughs> no outside interference. The minute there's outside interference, you lose. You forfeit. You don't, I, I'm not, yeah. That's enough. So if you've got the balls, then challenge me. If I'm medically cleared. And that's it. Hmm. Good episode. I didn't mean to bore you. It wasn't bored. I'm just. You look like you're dying. I am dying. <laughs> all right. It's not. It's not boredom. I assure you. It's all right. Good episode. Dude. Let's. Uh. You have any notes or? I mean, it wasn't my best, guys. Like, I apologize. Like, I just lately I've had so much on my mind, you know. And life's been hard. You know, I'm trying to, I'm, you know, the future, you know, thinking about the future, what I'm going to do, it weighs heavy on me. Mm. You know, I, much like some of you, I'm not living my best life. You know, it's not the right, it's not the right job. And it's soul crushing when you know you're in the wrong place. And you you lack the courage to fix it. On a lighter note, <laughs> do you have any notes? You uh, good? Good episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to your uh, Money in the Bank contributions. I'm looking forward to Monday Night Raw and your Money in the Bank contribution. It's going to be a stacked episode next week. Yup. Any last words, ex-champion? Your nose hitting the mic was the last word. I need coffee. For Rich the Riz and myself, thanks for listening to the Basement Bookers podcast. And next week, I promise, it will be a great Money in the Bank Basement Bookers. It's going to be... The best. Just the best. Nobody puts on a better Basement Bookers Money in the Bank podcast free per listen 
than the basement bookers. That's right, goddammit. That's right. We've reached the end of this exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast. And both Rich Deriz and Basement Chair really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are available. Feel free to check out the Basement Bookers Facebook page. Head over to Twitter if you want to contact us directly. It's the best way. Rich Deriz... R-I-C-H-T-H-E-R-I-Z and Basement Jer. It's like Basement Jerk, but you take out the K. Thanks for listening, everybody. And the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the-